Well, we welcome everybody to our daily podcast here from Christian Center Report. Pastor Tim Carson-Catton. We are spending the week dealing with the crisis in Israel, Israel at war. Things have really shifted since we started, and we've been given guidelines on the moment we are in time to minister to the Jewish people and Israel. Today, we'll finish that up about how to release mercy and kindness to them. Pray for peace, Jerusalem, city of our God. Their salvation was poured out for you. The atoning of the Lord. Once your streets filled with joy branches raised up high well welcome thanks for listening this week as we've been covering this very important topic of israel in crisis israel at war things getting bigger and mushrooming by the day well it's thursday it is the 19th day of october 2023 and it is getting more heated uh, I have this ominous feeling. This goes back to the prophecy the Lord gave me, and I, he told me that a, a crisis was coming and would cause a in-gathering, but it would be like 9-11, the same feelings of 9-11, and we are feeling it more and more each day. If you remember, 9-11 was about Islam attacking freedom, and here you see it again, Islam attacked freedom. There's so much prophetic flying around right now. Uh, we have to stay on the wall. Uh, the world is in crisis. There's, there's protests, riots around the world. As you saw on um, Tuesday, where the Islamic Jihad, who shooting rockets toward Tel Aviv, one of their missiles went in air and hit a, near a hospital. They're saying 500 people dead. There's no video evidence of such thing. There looks like there's a crater in the parking lot. The building doesn't even look hardly damaged. And there's no videos of masses of people being pulled out. So, you know, this is part of the propaganda. We knew this would happen. Uh, but there's video evidence from the Israeli side and videos within Gaza that shows the missile came from them and, and hit this place. They were trying to use it to cause a world uprising against Israel, and it's worked at some level. Uh, President, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada first come out and condemns Israel within minutes. No investigation, no proof, just uh, attacks. Other, other leaders who are anti-Israel begin to do the same. Of course, Muslim countries immediately started protesting against Israeli consulates and even American consulates around the world. This is how volatile this thing is. You, you understand, if this doesn't prove to the world that Israel is the apple of his eye, the Lord's eye, and isn't the most important piece of real estate in all the world, this should do it. And I need you, especially Americans are with listening today and those in nations, if you will pray, our president and our defense secretary and um, so forth are there. And it's not good. I'm just being honest with you. There's plenty of evidence that we are 
calling some shots. Blinken, our our, um, uh, our speaker, went and met with the war cabinet for seven hours. That's unprecedented. You don't go to another country for seven hours and talk to how they're going to run the war. Now, we don't know what went on behind closed doors, but I guarantee you it's, it's not good for us. Um, you understand Israel is dependent upon America for military might as far as supplies and everything. You know, they, they have the technology, but we produce it, and we supply almost everything that they have. So they are dependent on this, and so there's a leverage that America has, if you want to use it, which this administration will use it, uh, to push an agenda. They say it's for humanitarian aid, and they say that Hamas can't have it, but Hamas controls every inch of space in the Gaza. Every home, every person, every leader, every store, they're like the mafia of the Gaza Strip. So you can say they can't have it, but they're going to get it. You know, it's just, well, I, I don't want to go down that road, but just please, please pray. Before our president left to go to Israel, which he flew in there, he's, he's there on Wednesday, um, he made a statement on a show called 60 Minutes on Sunday night that his focus, or what he's really seen happen, is a two-state solution. And this is very, very, very dangerous right now. Because this war can push that agenda. If you remember Chris Reed, the prophet from uh, Morningstar Ministries, in his dream, he saw headlines and he saw a two-state solution had been brokered. And it was officially done. And this could be the trigger. So although I love my country and I want them to support Israel, and I think some of us, most of us are, uh, I do not trust this administration. And for the most part, uh, this will be pushing that agenda, which for us is a guaranteed judgment on America, guaranteed. And uh, so we're praying that our government would, you know, do the right thing, but we'd also pray that, that Israel would not be manipulated, but would use wisdom and be shrewd in their dealings. And I think they are. So I'm believing that they'll be able to navigate through this. That's my prayer. But uh, we pray for that. So this week I've been trying to give counsel to all of us, myself, myself included. Uh, these are things I've learned through my teachers who love Israel through the years of how to minister to Israel. And we've gone through some steps um, this week helping you you know, showing that love to them, an attitude, true love, uh, recognizing that our salvation came from them, never forgetting that, always remembering that, that that's where it came from, and that we're to provoke them to jealousy, and then we're supposed to seek the good of Israel, pray for their prosperity, pray that they do well, uh, pray that Jerusalem uh, be be restored, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. These are commandments, the only city in the Bible that we're told to pray for. And so as I close today, you know, I think one of the things that we can do is, is according to um, the scripture, is to show them different kinds of love, acts of love, kindness, sowing to ministries. Uh, like right now, we're trying to find ways to help in the humanitarian need that's coming to Israel as well. You know, the, the, sh the shelves are becoming empty because the government's telling people to supply. Uh, you know, store up for the coming war, and et cetera, et cetera. So the the need is there, and we're trying to make sure that we help it. And I told you that yesterday you can give to 
visionforisrael.com, uh, Barry and Botany Siegel, who we've been working with since the 90s. Um, I've been to their facility. I've taken many tour groups there. Uh, it's amazing the work that they do in the land, and so we, we trust them. We trust that when we give our money to them that it's going to be used for that. That's always very important. A lot of groups, you never know where the money's going. Just like we, if we send money to the Palestinians, you know where it's going. It's going to Hamas. So you have to trust in the ministries, too. Who do you give your money to? Anyway, I trust them with, with, with all my heart. I've seen them. I've walked with them. Uh, they preached in my pulpit, our pulpit, I should say. And so we trust them. Anyway, visionforisrael.com. So acts of kindness, mercy, showing it toward them. You know, in Romans 12, Paul lists seven different um, gifts that there are, and we cultivate those, and we exercise one. And the last one of them is showing mercy of those seven redemptive gifts. And I think we as Christians need to exercise this gift not just toward it, the Jews and Israel, but, but uh, to Jews, I should say, but toward Israel as a nation. And we as a ministry, when you sow to Christian Center Shreveport, you are so into multiple ministries that we help there, humanitarian mainly. We do help Messianic uh, ministries as well, just to keep the gospel going, praying the gospel of the kingdom go there. But um, also we sow into Israel, we buy Israeli bonds. Uh, we just renewed ours, $50,000. I'm, I'm not bragging on the amount, but we, we did that years ago, and we keep doing it because we want to say we only when only we do we bless the Jewish people and the, the humanitarian needs, but we bless the land because who takes care of the bonds are for the infrastructure, it's for the highways, it's for the the plumbing, I mean the for the water, it's for everything that goes on there that that keeps the country moving, um, growing, prospering. So we say that Louisiana did the same thing. We as part of our pension programs in Louisiana, we buy into Israeli bonds, and we are blessed because of it. And that's where we can start showing, you know, acts of kindness uh, to remove in the minds of people there, especially all the acts of injustice and cruelty and things that they've had to go through through the centuries that have been inflicted by many in the name of Christianity. That's the worst part about it. And let me tell you, when you talk especially to an older generation of Jewish people, that is still part of it. The rabbis keep it alive. They keep talking about it all the time. Because one, they don't want you to, to, to leave the Jewish faith and go to Christianity, but uh, it just keeps that hatred inside that victim mentality to a certain extent, in them, and not to trust. And understandably, if you're Jewish, you don't know who to trust. And there are very few believers that I've found that, that understand how deeply ingrained this is in them uh, and how Christians' acts toward them make them feel that way. They suffered persecution from, in different forms from many different people throughout their history. Um, most of their cruelest and most consistent persecutors through these last 2,000 years were Christians. And before we reject this view as being unfair, uh, we need to remember what happened. The Middle Ages, the Crusaders, on their way through Europe to liberate the Holy Land, massacred entire Jewish communities, men, women, children, numbering many hundreds Later, when they, when they did succeed of capturing Jerusalem, they shed more blood, displayed more cruelty than any of Jerusalem's many conquerors before them. 
and maybe the Romans and under Titus would be more. But all that they did in the name of Christ with the cross as their sacred emblem. So um, that's why we need to present a true gospel of love, a true gospel of kindness. Uh, later, you see in the ghettos in Europe and Russia, it was Christian priests carrying crucifixions, I mean, crucifixes who led mobs against Jewish communities, uh, pillaging, burning their homes, taking their synagogues, raping their women, and murdering those who sought to defend themselves. Their justification for this was what? That it was the Jews who murdered Jesus. Wow. And so, for not even to mention the, the, the Nazis and what they did and the killing of six million in Europe, they used instruments of men who were professing Christians, mainly Lutherans and Catholics. No major Christian group in Europe or elsewhere raised their voices as a whole. You had the Bonhoeffers. But to protest or condemn the Nazi policy against the Jews, in the eyes of the Jews, multitudes of Christians stand condemned merely because of their silence. And that's why we're speaking out right now. We're not going to be silent. And, and some people are suffering because they're speaking out, but it's the time to speak out. So to undo all those things that they've experienced, and now you understand it's in their DNA. It's in their bloodline. You know, what do we do to help them? Uh, you know, we, we, we have not done a good job because of the way we tried to minister to them. We've not done the very things we need to do, which was to show kindness and mercy toward them to undo the unjust and cruel acts that our fellow Christians had done through the years. Remember this, the, the God is a judgment of all nations. Will, of, when he judges nations, it will be their treatment of the Jews. Matthew 25 talks about this in verse 31 through 46. We see a picture of Christ as king at the end of the age of the throne of glory, with all nations arraigned before him in judgment, and they separated the two categories, the sheep, are those who accepted into Christ's kingdom, and the goats are those who rejected from his kingdom. In each case, the reason given by Christ, and as much as you do this and, and, or do it not, unto the least of these who? My brethren. The nations who show mercy to the Jews will receive mercy from God. The nations who deny mercy to the Jews are denied mercy from God. You understand how serious that is? That is why we have to stand right now and begin to release the love of God, show acts of kindness and mercy. It's, the, it's his divine nature. And Isaiah 60, 12 says, For the nation and the kingdom that will not serve you shall perish. Yes, those nations shall be utterly wasted. God has made it clear about nations and their stance with Israel and the covenant Israel, the land of Israel. So we as a people are standing strong. You are part of that team. This was very serious, guys. I know you know that. Thank you for listening all week. Some of you listen every day. You're telling your friends. I hope this information is helpful to you, this revelation, to share with your, your friends about what's going on and how we should respond. Let's show acts of kindness. Find ways to touch the Jewish community any way that you can. Lord, I thank you for these people that are standing in your word, on your word to stand for what you called your people, your brethren. Lord, we want to do it to the what least of them, because then we do it unto you. My blessings. You Come back tomorrow, Supernatural Friday. We love you. Shalom. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Report. 
We hope you enjoy the platform and all the revelation we release to encourage you, build you up. Remind you that you can go to our website, ChristianCenterStreetBoard.com, or our app, find out all we have. We have a bookstore there, too. We add uh, our author in our church Sunday, Randy Grigsby, uh, write uh, a book about the Holocaust and, and raising up and saving children during the Holocaust and the Hadassah story, if you know that story in Israel. I'd encourage you to go to a bookstore and order that. We want to bless Brother Randy, but we also want you to know the story of what God did for you, for all of us. We want you to be blessed today. If you want to give, go to our website or app. We thank you each and every morning. All right, see you tomorrow.